This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Yesterday, six states on the East Coast announced they would be working together to make a plan for reopening the region's economy. The group includes the hardest-hit states of New York and New Jersey. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the group's goals at a press conference. We'll start work immediately on designing a reopening plan, study the data, study the research, study the experience of other countries, and give us guidelines and parameters to go forward. Hours later, a similar approach was announced by governors of three states on the West Coast. Together, these two groups represent more than 100 million Americans. President Trump has challenged the authority of these groups. At his daily coronavirus press briefing, he said reopening the American economy is the decision of the federal government. The president of the United States has the authority to do what the president has the authority to do, which is very powerful. The president of the United States calls the shots. Today on the show, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy on why he thinks the coalition is necessary and how the states will work together to reopen. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Tuesday, April 14th. Phil Murphy has been the governor of New Jersey for two years. Previously, he served as President Obama's ambassador to Germany, and prior to that, he spent 23 years working at Goldman Sachs. Being governor is his first role in elected office. And right now, Governor Murphy is steering his state through a challenge unlike anything it's experienced before. So let's talk about the state of things in New Jersey right now. You are the hardest hit state after New York. What are the areas that are concerning you most right now? We are the second hardest hit state in America. We've had well over 2,000 lost lives. We've now, by the way, in New Jersey, we have more lost lives than the Korean and Vietnam wars combined. We've got tens of thousands of positive cases. We basically are fighting a war with two fronts. The one front is we got to keep staying at home and help us flatten the heck out of this curve, which leads to fewer infections, leads to fewer hospitalizations, fewer ICU units, fewer ventilators, and please God, fewer fatalities. That's one front. The other big front is to build out our healthcare capacity, beds, ventilators, personal protective equipment, medicines, healthcare workers themselves, give them relief from the bullpen. And we're not there yet. I would be lying if I said we were. When do you expect to turn the corner? When are you when do you expect to plateau and to then break the back of this virus? I can't give you an exact date, but we're right in the thick of it right now. I do know that. Unless something bad happens, April is going to be the high point of challenges. May won't be a whole lot better, but I think in the next two to three weeks, we are in the 
high pitch moment of this. And then we got to be able to come down the back of that curve as fast as we can and then slowly but surely and responsibly begin to open things up after that. But opening New Jersey back up can't just happen when the state flattens its own curve. New Jersey is a commuter state. Millions of its residents travel to New York and Pennsylvania for work every day. And similarly, New York and Pennsylvania have a lot of residents who commute to their neighboring states. And that's why, on Monday afternoon, governors from the region said they'd be working hand-in-hand on a plan to reopen. So here's what we learned when we went through the process of shutting ourselves down. We weren't doing the exact same steps across states, but in particular, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, certainly Pennsylvania and Delaware. We tried to make sure we had some harmony, that you wouldn't want a reality on one side of the Hudson River to be a different reality from the other side. And so one of the lessons we've learned, the more coordinated we are, the better. And it occurred to us, let's use the same playbook as we look at the considerations associated with reopening our economies and our societies, whenever that may be, the required healthcare infrastructure, the sort of rules of the road we're going to have to abide by. And let's not just do this within our state, which we will do, but let's do it with a mindset toward coordinating across the region. And that's sort of the driving principle. And we kicked that off today. The way this group is going to work is that each state will be sending representatives to the council. That council will make recommendations on when and how to restart the economy. And what have the states agreed to? Like, are you going to have the same parameters for opening restaurants? Will you coordinate school reopenings? What is it that you have all pledged to do together? It's too early to say the specifics. So there's no specific commitments But as we did when we closed things down, we will be making sure we've got some amount of coordination on reopening. The one thing that we've committed to is that we're going to put three people per state at this. So the chiefs of staff for the governors, one health expert in the state, one economic leader in the state, whether they're in government or outside. And my hope is that we'd have a first meeting of that council, as we're calling it, this week. And you mentioned the considerations in shutting down. What are the considerations you're thinking about in terms of reopening? Well, at the broadest possible level, I know this, that you only get an economic recovery on the back of a real healthcare recovery. And it has to be in that order. And I think if you transpose those steps or if your timing is off, you run a real risk of throwing gasoline back onto the fire. So right now, by the way, the house is on fire. Our curve of positive tests undeniably now is flattening, but it's still going up. Once we're through putting the fire out, I envision the next phase of our partnership, not just among states, but with the federal government, will be on that healthcare infrastructure, the testing, the high scale, the rapid testing that we're going to need for us to be able to have some confidence as we reopen again. Why did you need to make this group? I think we needed to do it in both substance and in form. So in other words, we didn't form a council when we were shutting down. But remember, you're shutting down in the midst of your house being on fire. I need not say this. It is an overwhelming healthcare crisis, not just in our state, but in our country and indeed the world. 
when your house is on fire and the fire is raging in its early stages, you don't think a whole lot about what form you're going to put around the substance of your actions. I think the opportunity here is we can both in substance and in form put a group together and make a statement that, you know what, this is a region. These states have far more in common than they do that separates them. And hopefully we can not only get it right for ourselves, but we can make a statement about what this should look like around the country. And I think putting sort of a frame around that got some value to it. Is this kind of coordination, isn't it sort of the role of the federal government? Why do you as governors need to do this? I don't think it's either or. I think regional coordination makes a lot of sense and we've lived it. So I'm not being abstract about this. I know exactly the conversations I had with Andrew Cuomo about the reality of Jersey City having a different standard for bars and restaurants than the lower west side of Manhattan. We know that that is incredibly valuable and important. What do you believe the federal government's role should be in managing this pandemic? There's no substitution for the federal government. And you can fill in the blank, but certainly when I mean that an economic recession, in defense of our country, in interstate commerce, and certainly in a healthcare crisis, there's one big gorilla in the room and it's the United States government. And so they've got to be, I think, the player of last resort at a minimum. They've got to be the consequential player at the table, your most important partner. As important as your regional partners are, there's nothing like the federal government of the United States of America. We need a robust federal response in a relationship with this administration, which finds common ground regularly, and at the same time that we've got a very strong relationship with our neighbors, and we need both. News of your regional council and the West Coast grouping drew a response from the federal government, from the president of the United States, who said that it was his role to reopen the country, not the governor's. It feels like there's mixed messaging coming out. (laughs) Listen, I hope whatever we do, we could do it in coordination, in harmony with not just our neighbors, but with a strong federal response as well. And we're endeavoring to do that literally every day. I do know this, that I'm the chief executive officer, elected official, elected chief executive in the state of New Jersey, and my job, number one, is the safety and security of the nine million folks who call New Jersey their home. And that's a sacrosanct responsibility that I take as seriously as I take any other in my life, and I've got to make sure that I abide by that at every step of the way. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Canva. It's time to ditch your old presentation programs at work and try Canva presentations instead. It'll help you create stunning slides in no time. No design experience needed. Just start with one of the designer-made templates or generate something in seconds with AI. Then polish it up and get ready to wow your audience. It's that easy. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Design for work. 
Tap the banner to learn more. Welcome back. So, Governor, these infection curves that the states are on, they're all on different curves. Like, New Jersey is lagging New York, and other states are probably lagging New Jersey. So how can you coordinate when the virus is at different stages in different states? It's a very fair point. I've said this many times. We're a beat or two behind New York. And our reality is a different reality than Delaware. I was on back and forth today with Governor Carney in Delaware. It's a different reality depending on where you are. So that's got to be one of the considerations. I think that probably gets put on the table in probably meeting number one. You know, we've got to manage that tension without any question. That's going to be a major focus to, you know, manage not just the policy suite of steps you're taking, but the timing of those policies to make sure you get it right and it fits into what's right for each of these individual states as well as for the region. Would you ever consider closing the borders of your state to prevent infected people from coming in? I've been told by very robust and with great conviction legal authority that I can't, that that would be challenged. But believe me, it's occurred to me. I think in lieu of that, it's the contact tracing, aggressive contact tracing on the back of testing, having a plan to quarantine, isolate. That's got to be the way we approach this. And like you said, many of these states have already coordinated. But then there are the other states that are just outside of your coordination zone. And wouldn't they pose a risk to your regional group? Yes. By the way, if you had every American state, you're still going to be susceptible to some folks traveling from somewhere in the world into your state. You've got to be able to get a handle very quickly where potential hotspots might be and what's your plan to do something about those if they come up. And that's got to be very scaled, immediate feedback, nimble testing infrastructure, I know, at a minimum. But is it practically possible to coordinate? Like, wouldn't you be holding, if one state is healthy, the people are healthy, then they want to get the economy going right away? Yeah, I mean, you, you start with this, this region is not a helter-skelter mix of states. This is the Northeast, a lot of the Northeast corridor. Because we're a region and we're not just a a helter-skelter group of states, we have, broadly speaking, similar realities. I say broadly speaking. It's going to be within a range. Uh, We had a conversation. It's a confidential one with another state just this afternoon on what are we doing with the balance of the school year. That's a decision that we had promised that we would make by this Friday in terms of the next signal that we give to parents and kids and educators. What are you thinking in terms of reopening the schools? Uh, Too early to say. We are trying to come to that conclusion literally in the next couple of days. We promised we would signal, we would let folks know by this Friday, April 17th. I hope that we'll be able to beat that by a couple of days. You can see I'm eager to make some news here on the show. May I say this, by the way? Pressures that I get are with equal force on both sides of this. You should shut down for the rest of the year. You should open back up immediately. You should consider opening up for sports. I've gotten a lot of those. So they're sort of coming at us from all sides. We just got to continue to make the decisions we make based on the facts, the science, the data. Who do you consult for those decisions? Department of Health, our epidemiologists, our infectious disease folks, clearly the commissioner of the Department of Education. This is very much a science, data, fact-based inputs before you start to consider some of the other, what I would call softer considerations. You know, we would love nothing more Let there be no doubt where my heart is. If we could do it responsibly, every senior in this 
state deserves to have a graduation. I would love to hold on to that dearly, but we can't do that at the risk of infecting people up and down the state by doing so. You know, we're taking people through hell here. The last thing we want is we eliminate community spread inside of our state or our states as a region, and then through travel from elsewhere, allow that to get reignited. We just have got to be able to have the nimble healthcare infrastructure testing in particular. What do you do to trace? What's the quarantine protocol? We've got to have all that in place ahead of time to give us that confidence to reopen. What has this moment taught you about the role of a governor? Oh, man. I mean, this question of, I'd say a couple of things. Job number one for a governor is to protect the health and welfare of the nine million residents in the great state of New Jersey. And I'd say secondly, Kate, it's anything you could do. And this virus is a runaway freight train. Anything you could do to get out ahead of a crisis, particularly a healthcare crisis, is a smart thing to do. If you get dragged along, even in the little aspects of this, if you get dragged along by something like this, you pay a big price. So we literally every minute of every day, we are doing everything we can to stay out ahead of this as best we can. Thanks for coming on the show, Governor. I'm honored to be on. I hope if it presents the opportunity to do this again sometime, if that works for you all. It works for me, for sure. We'd love to have you back. Take care. That's all for today, Tuesday, April 14th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.